Welcome to the very first episode of Woo Pig Weekly, a weekly podcast filled with all things Racerbacks. I'm your host, my name is Taylor, and this week we'll be looking back on the Rice game, what I saw, what I liked, what I didn't like, and then we will progress to the big one coming up this weekend. That's right, the Texas Longhorns are rolling into Fayetteville this weekend as we move on to week number two. The SEC Nation is here, as are a few of the familiar faces you've watched on the SEC Network for years. Paul Feinbaum will be doing his show live from Lot 44 in front of the stadium on Friday afternoon. Other notable appearances will be made by Marty and McGee, as well as the SEC Nation crew, made up of Laura Rutledge, Tim Tebow, Roman Harper, and Jordan Rogers of Aaron Rodgers fame. They will be doing their weekly Saturday morning rundown of all the big-time matchups going on in and around the SEC. Fans are permitted to attend, but ESPN has made proof of vaccination a requirement to attend anything within the SEC Network compound this weekend. Now, back to the Rice game. It's it's weird. It seems like it was so long ago to me already. It's like once football season starts, it's like you blink and you're already in the middle of the season. Uh, so Rice came into town last weekend to a pretty good crowd, actually. Uh, over 64,000 were there to watch the Hogs, and uh, I'd say of those 64,000, 40,000 of those were probably booing at the end of the first half um, because Arkansas played terribly for the first 30 minutes of the football game. Um, so, the, yeah, going into the locker room, they were down 10-7. to 7. I remember I was sitting in the press box and kind of looking around at people, and they all just had this kind of a stunned look on their face. And then uh, during halftime, I opened Twitter, and like the first tweet I see is from Mike Irwin, and he's saying it feels like 2019 all over again. And that almost gave me uh, PTSD just thinking about it. Uh, you know, we, we all know what was going on during those years, and we don't have to get into it. If I never hear his name again, it'll honestly still be too soon. Uh, so terrible feelings all around were had by us Hog fans during the first half, and honestly, to start the second half, things weren't much better. Uh, it was halfway through the third quarter, and we were looking at a 17-7 deficit to Rice on opening day. Um, it, it was just, it was almost all too familiar, and after last year, you know, you felt like we were past that, you know. Um, and then, you know, a- after all the hype heading into the season, here we were, 17-7. to And then KJ started to settle in, um, and he started making plays. And the, you can kind of sense it coming when he hit Tyson Morris on that 31-yard bomb. And let's not act like Tyson Morris wasn't severely interfered with on that catch. Because, yes, the catch was awesome. I mean, the catch was awesome. But he had to make like a one-handed crazy catch because the dude was all over him. And they still didn't call him. I, I don't know how they didn't call it. Um, and that's, you know, that, that's just one of many calls that I was a bit baffled by, but... Um, and then um, KJ busts through the middle, and all of a sudden, we have a ball game. Um, he scores. We're only down three points this time. We, we tack on a field goal, which honestly, let's talk about Cameron a little, a little bit. The freshman impressed me. Um, I think he's going to hit some clutch field goals for us this year. Um, you know, and having a, having a money kicker is is such a good feeling to have because 
you know, if you can remember like the Tejada years and stuff like that, it was rough. You just, it was always just a crapshoot if you were going to make the field goal. And so knowing that you have a pretty good chance and a pretty good kicker back there that can score you some points when you really need it, um, it makes me feel good. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but it makes me feel good. Um, but yeah, he seems he seems legit. You know, time will tell. But I mean, it's the first game. Am I overreacting? I don't know. But I think I think he's gonna be good. Um, fourth quarter was when it kind of was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is more like it. Um, the Hogs rip off five touchdowns in their last six drives. They win the ball game going away, 38-17. All is right with the world. All feels okay. Uh, KJ settled in after that terrible first half. He, I mean, he had 21 yards passing in the first half. Um, he did have that sweet run, though. I think it was a 34-yarder, um, which was his only highlight of the first half. Um, but in the second half, he went for 107 yards through the air, threw a touchdown, uh, hit Tyson Morris in the corner of the end zone for a touchdown. He uh, had 89 yards rushing, scored two touchdowns on the ground, so accounted for three touchdowns total. I mean, that's pretty good. That that's a pretty good first game. Yes, he he struggled a bit for sure in the first half, but that second half, you know, and, and Sam Pittman said the same thing in his press conference. He's like, yeah, you know, the first the first half was rough, but please be sure to mention that second half because that also happened. Um, Traylon Smith balled out per usual. Um, he, he's a dynamic running back, man. I love watching him play. And then when Rocket gets in there, it's he's shown so many flashes of, of greatness already. It's it's crazy. I just He almost runs like... Rakeem almost to me in some instances, but he's got a little bit more juice. Um, which, and if you saw Rakeem, especially during year one with Chad, I mean, dude, that was the only, I mean, he's pretty much the only good player on our team. Um, but Traylon had 102 yards on the ground, he added a touchdown. Uh, Rocket Sanders, I already mentioned him. Um, he's, he's going to be a beast, guys. He is a stud. Um, Saturday he averaged over six yards a carry. Didn't get that many carries. Only got like seven carries. But he'll definitely get more touches as the season goes along. Burks, yeah, he struggled a bit. He had a few drops. Only went for 42 yards on five catches. But let's remember, it's trailing Burks, people. He'll be fine. Yes, he he. I think he missed up until Wednesday's practice last week. So um, he was just a little bit rusty. And and Sam, you know, he said in his post game press conference, there's more eyes on Traylon this year. And so he was a little bit nervous, and he wants to perform well. Um, he will. You know, I I think he's going to come out versus Texas, and he's going to have a really good game. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we have Tyson Morris who caught a touchdown in week one. We had receivers, um, but I think Traylon's still going to be the the uh, centerpiece of that wide receiver core for sure. Um, let's talk about the defense a little bit before we head on to Texas. Um, they played well the entire game, in my opinion. They got lost a bit on a deep play that opened it up to 17-7, um, and I think that was Ladarius Bishop 
they got a little bit lost on the coverage. Um, but for the most part, they I think they played well. Uh, Grant Morgan and Bumper Pool, they both got tossed for targeting, which I get the rule, and maybe maybe they were a bit weak, you know. Uh, you know, uh, Some people didn't agree with them. I get why they were called, honestly. Um, I just hate the rule. I just think it's a little bit too harsh. Um, not that I have, like, super great ideas on how to fix the rule. I mean, maybe go one quarter instead of a full half. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a uh, officiating guru or anything like that, but there has to be a a uh, a better solution than this, right? Um, that said, defense was great. Uh, Jalen Catalan did Jalen Catalan things. Had two picks, 14 tackles. I mean, the dude just continues to ball out week in and week out. Um, you can always expect to see him doing some crazy, something crazy. Um, he's always just in the middle of it. He's always making plays. Uh, Roman Harper, uh, the SEC Nation, actually said earlier this week he's the best DB in the nation. Not the conference, the nation. And that's Roman Harper. I mean, he played at Alabama back in the day, played for the Saints in the NFL forever, multiple Pro Bowls. Roman Harper knows what he's talking about. So how will the Hogs deal with the loss of pool for half? Andrew Parker is going to have to stay up again, and I feel like he has all the talent needed to do that. I think I think well for the first half, I think Parker's going to do fine. Um, in his press conference this week with the media, Hayden Henry, another linebacker, was talking to you know he he heaped a bunch of praise on Parker, and and said he had all the confidence in the world in Parker going forward. Um, so I I think the linebackers. Will be fine for a half, but the defensive line is going to have to focus on getting a ton of pressure on Card, their redshirt freshman quarterback, who will be playing in front of eighty thousand people, maybe for the first time in his career, because you know, with COVID and stuff and and uh, limiting crowds and stuff like that, this is probably Texas's first time in front of a big crowd in a long time. Um, so we'll see how that. Uh, affects them uh, in Saturday's game. Uh, also, a bit of news coming out of practice this week. As starting defensive end, Dorian Gerald suffered a season-ending lower leg injury. Now, some are saying it's broken. Um, I, I don't know for sure. Um, I keep seeing lower leg injury, so I'm going to say lower leg injury. Um, but regardless, uh, his career at Arkansas is over. Um, which is which is a shame because his career never really got off the ground um, at, at Arkansas because it always seemed like it was something uh, with Dorian. Uh, he was always getting hurt. And, like, and in the weirdest ways, too, I think a couple of years ago he had like an enlarged artery. So just like the craziest stuff. Uh, so definitely sending positive vibes to Dorian for sure. Uh, so let's, uh, let's move on a little bit. Let's take a look at Texas a bit. Um... Yeah, we'll go into uh, what we need to do to beat these guys this weekend. Um, Texas is led offensively by their quarterback, Hudson Card. A redshirt freshman. Um, he had a nice game in their opener last uh, week against the Louisiana, former Louisiana Lafayette, now the Louisiana University Raging Cajuns. Uh, he went through for uh, 224 yards to the air with two touchdown passes. 
Um, so he he's definitely one to watch for sure. I'm I'm hopeful if we can stop this next person I'm going to talk about um, at least a little bit. We can have some success in the secondary versus card um, due to his inexperience um, and due to due to our talent level in the secondary. I think our DBs are great. Um, so if we can if we can stop Bijan Robinson. Um, I think there's a good chance that, uh, we pull this out because I don't think that they would have, uh, the offensive firepower to keep up with us. Um, if, uh, if we can keep, uh, Robinson in check, um, and enforce, enforce card to throw, um, I think we could have some success there. Um, now the loss of Dorian Gerald definitely doesn't make it an easier task for sure um but i i think that and also you know bumper pool being out for the first half you know that doesn't help either but i do think that we have the talent on the line to to contain robinson um but i mean we'll just have to see because i mean the guy torched louisiana and he torched our secondary, and he torched them on the ground. Um, he had 103 yards on the ground, and then he made four receptions for 73 yards and a touchdown as well. So uh, he does it all for them. Uh, he's a dynamic player, so we're definitely going to have to keep an eye on him. Um, so, I, But that's, that's basically the key to the game for me is uh, to keep Robinson from beating us. Um, give him no running lanes. Um, and then we just try to play opportunistic defense in the secondary and create some turnovers. Um, and I think that's I think that's really how we get to the Longhorns this weekend is keep Robinson in check, force force Card to throw, and try to create some turnovers and just hope that our offense can can score. And I think we will. Uh, honestly, I, if if anything. I feel like this game's going to be a shootout more than anything um, than like a defensive slugfest. Um, I see that our, I feel like our defense is honestly um, better than Texas's. Um, I feel like our DBs are better. Um, so if it does get into a shootout situation, I feel like we have a pretty good chance because I feel like our defense will step up and make more plays in there. Um, so we'll see. Um, our offensive line is definitely going to have to give KJ time to throw. Um, and, and in practice, you know, this week, I think they kind of thought about that because it seemed like they were doing drills with the receivers blocking. Uh, they were doing more drills with the tight ends blocking downfield. Um, and it seemed like they were doing more uh, option read stuff and quick throws. So I feel like they may think that they can – they can uh, beat the Longhorns underneath, um, and I, and it may, but it may be, you know, kind of telling that they're trying to do quick plays like that, that they may not trust their uh, offensive line to uh, to give uh, KJ the time that he needs to stand back there and make plays down the field. So um, offensive line play is going to have to be. Um, better than last week. Defensive line play is going to have to be better than last week. Um, but if we can keep Robinson in check on offense, force Card to throw the ball, 
and play opportunistic defense and create turnovers. I don't see why we don't have a pretty good chance to uh, to to um, to beat the Longhorns fairly easily. Um, I know they're ranked fifteenth in the nation, and maybe I'm a homer, but uh, I mean, of course, I'm a homer. I I, I go to the University of Arkansas. That's come on, um, but. I don't see why this isn't a good game. Um, there, I don't see any reason. I don't see any way that the Hogs get blown out. But stranger things have happened. We will see. Um, one thing I do see, though, is, is I think there's going to be a ton of offense. Um, and whoever's defense can make a couple plays here and there. I, uh, I think that's what's going to take the game for them. So, uh We'll see going forward, but it's going to be an entertaining matchup inside uh, Razorback Stadium this Saturday, and uh, the game kicks off at 6 p.m. on ESPN, so if, if you're not able to attend, um, tune in, uh, because I think that you're going to see some fireworks, and uh, hopefully the Hawks have a few more fireworks up their sleeves than the Longhorns this weekend, uh, but we will see. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Woo Pig Weekly Podcast. Tune in next week uh, as I go over the Texas game and preview the upcoming game against the Georgia Southern Eagles, uh, which will also be inside Razorback Stadium uh, coming up in a couple weeks. That's going to do it for me. Again, thanks for tuning in to the very first ever Woo Pig Weekly Podcast. Uh, I am your host. My name is Taylor. Uh, you can follow me on the interwebs and on Twitter at Alderson Taylor A and on Instagram at Instagram underscore. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Go Hogs!